0: Felicity. All right, back to 1 Corinthians 11, 1 Corinthians 12. And um, we, there's just no way that I can in the next half hour or so um, really exhaust uh, all of what I would need to uh, preach and teach uh, on this subject. I've got like a bunch of notes here, in fact, too, and I normally don't have but one page uh, or two pages, and there's like a bunch. Uh, and uh, so just so you understand, um, we, as a, a Baptist church, we, uh, we believe the Word of God. The Bible is our final rule of faith and practice. Amen. And so whatever we try to, um, when we form positions, doctrinal positions, our statement of faith, uh, even uh, the practices that we do as a church, we need to find their foundation in the Bible uh, and do the best that we can uh, to obey the Scripture, uh, and, uh, and to do what God wants the local church to do. And so, um, right out of the gate, we've got to go with the Bible. God's revealed Himself all about Himself in His revelation to us in the Word of God. All we know about God uh, comes from the Word of God and the Holy Spirit of God through the Word of God, not extra special revelation. Uh, If what someone says they believe about God doesn't line up with the Scripture, we've got to go with what the Scripture says. And For example, years ago, a famous television preacher had this vision of a 100-foot Jesus and all this different stuff and uh, raising money for this, that, and the other. Um, He didn't have that vision. Uh, and um, and so he may have had a vision or a dream, uh, but it wasn't special revelation from God. Uh, and uh, we have to, those things have to line up. Uh, you saying God doesn't speak to people? He does, but he speaks to them through his word. Uh, there's uh, special revelation in the word of God. There's general revelation uh, in nature. So as a practice, we should always go back. Does that does the Bible confirm uh, what we say? So we don't go to the Bible looking for a Bible verse to support what we believe we go to the Bible to find out what we believe all right and 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 that's different than a lot of uh religions denominations and stuff so uh you're here today at a Baptist church uh and so the Bible's our final rule of faith and practice we believe in um the five fundamentals of the faith uh but those are Christian fundamentals uh, the deity of Christ would be an example, but there are people who are Presbyterians or you know, Methodists that believe in the deity of Christ. So when someone says we're Baptist, we believe in the five fundamentals of the faith, those five fundamentals of the faith don't make them distinctly Baptist, it makes them distinctly Christians, everybody with me? Uh, and there are a lot of denominations that believe in those distinctions. As a Baptist, we believe in Baptist distinctives. Uh, so, there's an acrostic, I might get to that today. That, um, see, B would be baptism uh, you know, uh, of, uh, of the believer, where we believe in believer's baptism. Uh, and I talked about a little bit ago, there's prerequisites for church membership uh, saved, baptized, uh, which make um, there's a lot of churches that don't do that. The prerequisite for baptism is salvation. If you're a believer, you follow the Lord, you've got to pray about it. Uh, you know, it's something that uh, we do, and so we accept uh, the Word of God, particularly when it comes to our faith and practice as a New Testament church. We rely upon the New Testament scriptures, uh, the book of Acts, the epistles that Paul has written, all by inspiration of God, uh, that teach us how we're supposed to uh, worship God. Uh, And uh, in congregational settings as a church, Uh, and by the way, 90 some percent, 95, 97 percent of the times that you read uh, in the New Testament about the body of the church, it's in reference to a local church. So we're reading from uh, the first book to the church at Corinth, 1 Corinthians. That was a local church assembly in Corinth uh, that Paul was writing to. Uh, So again, we believe in um, biblical authority, the local church. We do not believe, uh, as a church, I'm just saying, it's our statement of faith, as a pastor, as I read the Bible, uh, and uh, we agree as we come under covenant and membership in a church body that we believe in a local church body. We don't believe in a universal church body. Um, We are all part of, and this is why I can't get into all of it, uh, we're part of uh, the family of God, uh, the household of faith. Uh, there's a lot of terminology in, in, in the word of God. And when I read from chapter number 12 here in a second about the body, he's, Paul is speaking to a local church about them, members in particular, that God has placed them in that local church body, all right? Uh, it's not a universal body. Uh, there is a body of believers, uh, but that is not assembled and will not be assembled until uh, the rapture takes place, all right? Ecclesia church is a called out local assembly of saved baptized believers, uh, and we we get that definition through the Word of God, the doctrines in the Word of God. So uh, we believe in a local church, uh, not a universal invisible church, and because of that, that's where a lot of Christians go off into crazy land uh, in regards to positions and uh, doctrinal practices uh, in the church. Um, I had one individual that I was talking to about local church versus universal church positions and I said, you know what, next time you have a, a problem, I said, call your universal church pastor. Uh, And it was a way, kind of a straightforward way to help him understand that there is, he doesn't have a universal church pastor. He has a local church pastor uh, who he's, you can call in the middle of the night uh, and I'll come to your aid and pray with you, you know, laugh with you, whatever. Uh, But um, there's, it's not universal. And uh, there's a lot of things that we apply. For example, I've been dealing with another church and a difficult, somebody had stole from the church and uh, what do you do, what's biblical, what's not biblical and we have this idea because the Bible says that we're supposed to take things to the church uh, that Christians um, aren't supposed to take any other Christians to to law or to sue them or whatever Um, but church discipline, uh, church, all those things fall under the auspices of the local church not a universal church so let's say, for example, you know, somebody in, you know, at Bible Baptist uh, on Canyon, um, you know, s- s- steals our trailer or whatever. Uh, you, know, we're, you know, we can take them to court um, because we're not at the same local church. But if something happens within the local church, the ideal is that we as a local church deal with it and do our best to work out any differences and stuff, and, and that's part of uh, a church discipline. It's hard to do that anymore today because churches, A, they don't practice church discipline. Uh, and uh, and uh, we, you know, the authority of the local church is challenged so much uh, that um, it's just uh, people don't think about church membership and, uh, and church authority like they did in the first century church, okay? And because it's been so watered down, we got all these different types of things, uh, and ideals and practices going on, uh, it's just very difficult. Here at Berean Baptist Church, preach the Bible, uh, and, uh, the, and, and that settles uh, the matter. Uh, and, uh, and so where we don't agree with the scripture, I'm not saying that I don't ever interject uh, my opinions, and often when I do, I say this is reno or this is my opinion or this is my standard. It's not, uh, and I try to make sure that the Bible always, is. it's always authoritative whether we like it or not. Uh, but uh, it is, um, we've, we've got to go to the word of God uh, when it comes to that. Now, um, God has commissioned the local church to, to go into all the world, preach the gospel and uh, win people to Christ, baptize them, teach them all things. And there are two ordinances that in the word of God that have been given to the local church, baptism uh, and the Lord's Supper, okay? Only two, they're not seven sacraments like in Roman Catholicism, Uh, there's two. Uh, And I just believe with all my heart that if as Bible um, teachers, preachers, students of the word of God, studying to show ourselves approved unto God, workmen that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, that if we can't figure out the two ordinances, then we've got no business as a preacher getting in a pulpit, okay? And so, so two, believer's baptism and the Lord's Supper. So, uh, so we're not gonna be preaching about baptism so much today uh, except for the Lord's Supper briefly. Again, it's already quarter till uh, and I'm just introducing uh, these things. Uh, and uh, I wish I could exhaust the subject, uh, but, um, but truth of the matter is I only have some of you once a week on a Sunday morning, and, uh, and so that's, that's the best I can do. And so if you do have a question uh, about, uh, about baptism or the Lord's Supper uh, in the context of what we're preaching about today, I'm, call me, text me, whatever, uh, anything you can, I will try to, to help uh, clear up any questions that you might have. Uh, but if in clearing up those questions, it's like, here's what the Bible says, you go, I know, but, um, then, then you're really wasting my time. Uh, if, if you're not willing to just obey the scripture regarding these things, um, one of the most frustrating aspects about living today uh, is that we, um, humanly speaking, um, there's, no, uh, there's no law. It's like we're living in a lawless time. We don't enforce law. Um, and, and it's so inconsistent. Uh, like yesterday we saw, uh, it was, you know, day of rage and all that kind of stuff. And so in Vancouver, the, there was, uh, um, I, he wears signs or whatever. So he was assaulted by a trans, transgendered individual um, in the throat and all these different things. The cops didn't do anything. Uh, and, uh, and then in somewhere else here in America, uh, there was a, a pastor with a permit preaching at an abortion rally uh, and surrounded by police officers and they drug him off uh, and, uh, in zip ties. Uh, and um, wasn't bothering, you know, wasn't assaulting anybody. So we see, when I see those inconsistencies and in the fact that we have, we don't follow the rule of law, it's frustrating to me. Uh, how many say that's frustrating uh, to you? It's a loaded question, you raising your hand. And, uh, and because um, we, there, there is a law, and it should be followed. And, and, and you don't have, you know, uh, people say, that's your truth. Everybody has their own truth. There is the truth. And there are still moral absolutes from the word of God. And, and I just want people to follow the rule of law. Okay. So at Berean Baptist Church, you have a place in your life as a Christian here in Wallop where you can get frustrated the fact that the rule of law is never followed anywhere else. Uh, Everybody is inconsistent. Uh, and uh, there are no standards to where you can go. And the word of God is opened up and you always have a standard uh, in the Bible that is preached at this church. Uh, and uh, and, and if, if you can't go, well, I don't, I don't agree with the truth. That's your truth, pastor. No, it's the truth. Uh, and, uh, and, and you have to agree with it. Not agreeing with me or disagreeing with me. Um, you, you'd be disagreeing with the scripture. So when it comes to the Lord's Supper, uh, we believe in what is called and teach uh, closed communion. And, the re, and, and let me just quickly identify or describe for you what the three different types of communion that are practiced today in churches. Open communion. Open communion is that if anybody's saved, um, they can participate in communion, all right? Now, by the way, communion means common union, all right? So union in truth, everything that's an integral part uh, of, uh, of partaking in the Lord's Supper. So that means that if... Uh, I'm attending a church somewhere and they're having communion. Open communion means that I could just partake of it uh, in their church. That's open communion. Close communion is churches of like faith. So it's not like if I was to go to a a, a Roman Catholic church and they're having mass, um, for me to go up and take um, communion with them would be open communion. Uh, But even worse than that, because they believe in um, transubstantiation, so the, it's the actual blood and flesh of Christ that you consume every week in Mass, uh, which is completely against Scripture uh, and, and, and is anti-Christ. And the Bible has, has a lot to say uh, about uh, uh, the whore of Babylon uh, and, uh, and not, a lot of whole, uh, not a lot of good things to say uh, about that system of religion. But, but open community, like you could be at a Methodist church, as long as you're a believer, you could take communion wherever you are. Closed be churches of like faith. So if you go to another independent Baptist church or another Baptist church, they're taking communion uh, because they're a sister church. Um, But again, it's all in the universal church model. Um, Closed communion, which we practice at Berean Baptist Church, means that it's for the members, the membership of Berean Baptist Church. It's closed to its members. Now, having said that, uh, we have it on a Tuesday night. uh, and, um, And when we have it, we don't police the cup, it's like we don't go around, I preach, there's a lot in chapter number 11 about when you take it, it's often you do, why you take it, making sure that you're, you know, um, uh, you're right with the Lord and not eating and drinking unworthily, all of that. Um, but but I, I give you the truth and I let you discern for yourself. Um, and uh, there's not been, uh, I take that back, there's been only one occasion, I think, in my entire life as a senior pastor where I've actually went up to someone and said, don't take it, don't take it tonight. And um, uh, because I knew they had an unrepentant spirit towards sin that they had going on in their life, uh, and, um, and I didn't want them um, to take it, which is also part of the local church aspect of taking communion that we're going to read about uh, here um, is the ability, if, if, if we can't discipline you, you're not part, if you're not part of this church body, we can't, I have no authority. Um, And I can't tell you don't or do whatever when it comes to taking communion. Uh, But again, uh, there's only been one time where I've said to somebody, no, don't. uh, Because the goal is, for you to to get right with the Lord. Um, You shouldn't like refuse the Lord's table, sit at communion and not take it because you've got sin in your life. You should, you should, confess it and repent of it and take communion Uh, again I I say it every year there's nothing spiritual spiritual about refusing communion because you have sin you want to hold on to Um, just get it right Um, I mean just think of how um, ignorant that is Um, and when I get it you're like okay I didn't take you know I mean somebody comes up you go why didn't you take it well I just you know I didn't want to you know do it unworthily and he says no just get right with the Lord Uh, and taken and all of God's people said so um, there's that Uh, so uh, we uh, we believe in distinctives we believe the church is made up of saved and baptized believers Um, and uh, we uh, believe in the priesthood of the believer we believe in the autonomy of the local church Uh, not an invisible universal church simply stated the scriptures give no higher authority than the local congregation of born-again uh, baptized believers. And so uh, the local church is governed by the word of God. The local church does not need nor uh, does the Bible teach that the local body rests under the authority of any earthly group. We're not part of an association or a convention. Um, uh, Berean Baptist Church is a local visible church in Puyallup. Our legal name, by the way, is Berean Baptist Church of Puyallup. Uh, and uh, we assemble here each week uh, with, the, with all the authority of God, and completely autonomous to any other movement or group. Um, I fellowship, our church fellowships with other churches of like faith, uh, but, um, but, and we might work together with missionaries or other churches, pastors, but there's no, they have no authority over what we do uh, as a church. If the Lord moved me somewhere, uh, there's no convention to call up and say, hey, send us a new preacher. Um, you, gotta, you have to form a pulpit committee, uh, and search it out and pray about and have somebody come in because uh, it's, we believe in the autonomy uh, of uh, the local church. Uh, and uh, in, in Revelation, um, uh, in fact, the Nicolaitans uh, and the, the issues that uh, God had with uh, with them said they, he hated the doctrine of the, the Nicolaitans. This group of heretics uh, in the early church um, um, taught, a kind of um, clerical hierarchy you know, within the church uh, and, uh, and a universal church kind of a thing, uh, and it's not a, biblical, it's not a biblical principle. All right, so um, if, uh, just so I can move forward, we believe in a local, visible church, not a universal church. This church is completely autonomous, and it's made up of people who have made professions of faith. They're saved. And have followed the Lord in biblical baptism, scriptural baptism, which is by immersion. Uh, so, if you're wondering, is my baptism legitimate, if you, uh, out of the gate, if you weren't dunked in water, um, you do not have scriptural baptism. Okay? That's just a, you know, an absolute litmus test. So, if you're sprinkled, poured, whatever, somebody shot you with a you know, squirt gun uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, it was not a scriptural baptism. Uh, I know it meant something to you. Your uncle baptized you in a creek, you know, behind the behind the house on a after a picnic, and it was this special. Um, and I'm not taking away from what it means to you. I'm just saying um, it's the Lord's baptism. It's and and He sets the rules. And so if I don't like the rules, um, you know, if you say I don't like, I'm afraid of water. I don't want to go underwater, uh, and so you don't get scriptural baptism because you're afraid. That might be the case. Uh, and if you don't get baptized, you still go to heaven uh, because uh, w- baptism doesn't save you. Uh, but, uh, but scriptural baptism is by immersion. But also needs to be by proper authority. Uh, not everything that calls itself a church is an actual church. Uh, and God gave the authority to baptize to the local church. And, uh, and again, um, that's a whole other uh, uh, avenue or direction to preach in. Uh, so uh, it is... Uh, Local autonomous church, not part of anything. Saved, baptized believers who enter into membership prayerfully and by covenant. Uh, we have we have a church covenant. We have constitution and bylaws. Uh, the Bible trumps all of that, uh, and uh, and we and we join uh, and unite with a local church body. Now look at First Corinthians chapter number twelve, and uh, again. Um, um, well, we'll start looking at verse number 12 of chapter number 12. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit uh, are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been made all to drink into the one spirit. For the body uh, is not one member, but many. Now, again, we can't get into all of this, but the further down you read in chapter number 12, which follows chapter number 11, by the way, Uh, is um, it talks about um, the same care that we have. Like, look at verse number 25, that there should be no schism in the body, uh, but that the members should have the same care one for another. So you you can't have the same care for one for another in a universal invisible body. All right? I mean, there's, so if you're trying to figure out what body means earlier on in chapter number 12, uh, if you read the whole chapter, you understand it's not a universal invisible body, it's a local church body at Corinth. Uh, And he says that he's placing people in that body. Uh, In verse 16, If the ear shall say, because I'm not the eye, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, uh, where were the hearing? If the whole uh, were the hearing, but where were the smelling? Uh, But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him. And then we have more instruction about how we're supposed to respond, react to each other in the church body, the local church. Uh, but I want to focus just on verse number 18 where it says, God hath set members, every one of them in the body as it hath pleased him. So uh, if you are a member of Berean Baptist Church, okay, the ideal is you have prayed and you have sought the Lord's direction uh, in uniting with a church body that God has sent your way. Um, he, is, he places you in the church body. I spend very little time, almost zero time, uh, convincing people that this is the place that you need to come and go to, um, and uh, I don't take credit for when people come to this church. I don't take the blame for when they leave. All right, except for when I am the blame. All right, then I will. Uh, but um, God places people in the church body. Um, you, if 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 you go about it the right way, you don't you don't shop around churches and find out. You know, which has better seating, better lighting, which has better music, um, which has this program, that program. Is there a youth group? Is there a children's church? Uh, it, do they have coffee? Is it free? Do you have to buy it? Um, you're not, it's not a consumer-based thing. You don't go looking for a church and then pick it like you would a restaurant. Um, you Like, is this where God wants me to be? And you pray about it, uh, and then God directs you in that way, and you, you unite with this church for membership. And then we, uh, as a church body, we vote you into membership. You say, I want to be a member. How do I become a member? Are you saved? A clear profession of faith. Have you been scripturally baptized? Uh, and, uh, and since I have, uh, none of us, there's no pastor that has t- the time to be able to vet every single person's baptism, all right? So, so because of that, what I've done as just a standard kind of policy, if you don't have Baptist baptism, you weren't baptized in a Baptist church somewhere by immersion, uh, then I just say, okay, you prayed, yes. God wants you to join this church, yes. Okay, um, you'll need to get baptized. Well, time out. And um, I could fill this room with people who have gone the other direction when I've said you need to be baptized um, or um, even with communion um, just several weeks ago somebody comes like oh, uh, I, I said where do you come from they said such and such a church and got this new pastor and blah 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 uh, anyways they, they said you know when do you take communion I said we take it on the Tuesday before Easter uh, and um, and they're like oh we're looking for a church that does it more or whatever I said this ain't the church for you it just isn't. I'm not gonna go. Okay, well, um, how much money do you make? Um, you know, try to calculate their tithe, uh, and just say, okay, you know what? We'll we'll have it more just so that you will come to this church. Okay, um, we just it just don't operate that. Um, I could fill this room probably two three times over uh, in the years that I've been a pastor uh, by people who um, I've I've basically said this is probably not a good fit for you. Um, and there have been people also that said, hey, this is probably not a good fit for me. And, uh, but here's the thing, if, if it's God's will for you to, to be a member of Berean Baptist Church, you've prayed, God's given you direction for the word of God, you should never balk at, well, i got to be baptized. Amen. And by the way, when, when people balk at that, I know they're going to balk at a whole lot of other stuff that I preach on. And it's, and it's almost like, you know, the litmus test. It's like if they won't submit for baptism to unite with a church that they say is the will of God, um, and then, you know, I'm like, well... You know, God bless you. Um, this just kind of isn't the place. Is everybody with me? Okay. So we've got to keep the, the word of God, the final rule of faith and practice. We've got to understand uh, that it's the Lord's church. It's not our church. I had somebody just recently, this church having trouble. And, uh, and basically like, I'm going to be like, trying to run the pastor off. And this is my church. I said, this ain't your church. It ain't your pastor's church. This is the Lord's church. Amen. And he's bigger than all of us. Uh, and, uh, and we've got to go to the Scripture for that. So we're autonomous, saved, baptized believers. You can be a member of Berean Baptist Church. If it's God's will, God sent you here. Uh, he has said, you know, you know Pastor Reno's, you know, he's your pastor, uh, and, uh, and uh, going to go to church and hear the Word of God. This is where God wants you. I'm 100% for it. If God wants you in another church, that's where you need to be because that's where God's going to bless you and help you. All right? So... Uh, in this New Testament here in, uh, in chapter number 12, um, he talks about placing people into that, into that body so that we can care for one another, that there's no schisms, unity, all of that. Now back into chapter number uh, 11, uh, that church, the church at Corinth, their Lord's Supper had basically become like a potluck. Uh, people are bringing food. And by the way, not every place in the Word of God where it says the breaking of bread is, is a reference to the Lord's table. All right? Um, so fellowship and breaking of bread. Um, it's so there's, you know, I can come to your house and we can break bread. Does everybody understand the terminology? Uh, in, in fellowship, but we're not having communion. All right? We ha- we're, having, we're having communion in, in that we're having fellowship, but we're not partaking of the Lord's table. And there are three words that I want to give you in the last five minutes uh, that really um, gather all the teaching in chapter number 11 uh, in regards to the Lord's Supper. The first thing is that it's a commemoration. So we take it to commemorate the Lord's, uh, his death, his shed blood, uh, and his body. And we read about that when we read our our text verses, especially in through verse number 24 uh, and 25. And if you are here for that on Tuesday... Uh, you'll hear more about that. But it takes a look back at Calvary, uh, and he says, and oft as you do it, you do it in remembrance of me. So as a church, we look at uh, the crucifixion, all that goes on this week, the suffering, all that Jesus had gone through, uh, all the way up to the cross, um, his his burial, three days and three nights. Okay, we'll get into that tonight. Uh, He rose again, uh, uh, the third day according to the Scriptures, uh, and He lives and reigns. We serve a risen Savior, uh, and uh, He's in the world today. And I'm thankful for, uh, for all the truth about the resurrection. But we look back, so when we do the Lord's Supper, uh, we think about what the Lord's done for us at Calvary. He shed His blood for me. Uh, he gave His body for me. Uh, and, um, and it says, as oft as you do it, do it in remembrance of me. Uh, and, uh, and so um, why we do it is just as important as how we do it. Uh, and, um, and how we do it, can't get into it. Like we don't, as a church, we don't represent the Lord's blood with fermented wine. Uh, fermentation is corruption, all right? And so we don't, we don't commemorate um, His blood with, with corrupted juice, all right? Um, so that would be a reason to say, why don't we use real wine? Because um, it's not right. <laughs> uh, and it's, uh, so well, I think we should. Well, we're not going to. So, well, then I'm not coming. Okay. Well, I'm not staying. All right. I mean, I, I wish everybody would come and stay or whatever, but we can't change the truth of God's word to fit what you think. It's got to be what the word of God. But, I mean, and there's been people, I mean, I've been super disappointed, you know, and, um, and it's, I mean, you think of the, the rich man, the parable of the rich man where Jesus said, oh, you guys all, you know, so I've, I've obeyed you. So we talked about it last week. Um, and, and he went and he went away sad. Um, but it is not God's will uh, for us to do things so it's a, uh, that are against his, his word. So it's a commemoration, just looking back, it, it, and it's also looking forward because we do it as often as we do it in remembrance of him until he comes. Uh, but it's also, uh, it's communion, a common union, it's, it's sharing, it's a local church body, it's a brotherhood, it's a fellowship, uh, it's, it's really kind of a, uh, some have described it as a club feast, uh, and it's part, it's for the church body, and because I, uh, I'm, I'm already out of time, there are a lot of scriptural verses that deal with um, church discipline and, uh, and the authority of the church to discipline its members. So the idea is that when we get baptized, we walk in newness of life. And, the, and you read in 1 Corinthians 7, I mean, all the way through, there are, there are sins that a person does or can commit uh, that will, they will have to either repent of or they are put out of the local church for the destruction of the flesh. The church that you, you, Somebody sins, Matthew 18, hey, you need to get that right. They refuse to get it right. You take somebody else. You say you need to get it right. They refuse to get it right. They go before the church, and the church disciplines them say so they church them. The church votes to remove their membership uh, and, uh, and they're put out. We're not Amish. We don't necessarily shun people and all that kind of stuff. But the idea is when you get outside of the fellowship of the local church, as a believer, it's a troublesome thing. And the whole idea is to re- restore, get somebody to come back. That's church discipline. We can't church discipline somebody from Lakewood Baptist Temple or from Bible Baptist Church on Canyon Road. We can only church discipline the members of our local autonomous church body. And so part of communion, the process, and why we believe it's closed communion, is that, is that we can't discipline members from other places. So we do it, and we do it on a Tuesday night because people have to purposefully come. Uh, and, uh, and if we did on a Sunday morning, um, there's a lot of social pressures in regards to those types of things. And, um, and it's just so we do it on a Tuesday night, and, which is the third thing. It, it's, it's, a, it's a commemoration. It's a communion. It's a covenant. It's a thing we do till the Lord comes. Uh, and, uh, and we do it as a local church on a different night. And we, we do it together, and it's very special. But it's a memorial. And uh, it's done, at the, the first one, the Lord's Supper that we read about in Scripture was done at the Passover. And, uh, and the Passover and the time that the Lord's Supper took place, the first one, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, we'll talk about that tonight. There were several Sabbaths that, that took place during that time, uh, and, um, but they, it's something that they did every year. As often as you do it, doing Remembrance of Me uh, means that when you do it, the emphasis is on the remembrance. Why? You're back to Calvary. Um, it doesn't mean that you've got to do it often or every week. Um, what happens in churches is just like, you know how you check out during song service sometimes? As you sang that same song, you know, Victory in Jesus, only the millionth time I've sung that song, and you got it memorized, you just kind of go off into, you know, uh, who's playing on the, the football game today, what am I having for lunch? Uh, when you do anything often, um, it, it, you run the chance of it losing its significance, okay? So, so my personal feeling is that when churches do it every week, it just smacks of Catholicism, um, when they do it once a month, I mean, churches can do whatever they want because they're autonomous, all right? So our church does it once a year uh, because it's a memorial, it's a commemoration, it's a, it's a Passover time. So we do it um, according to the Easter week timeline on a Tuesday because I believe scripturally that on the Tuesday um, is when they had um, the Passover. You say, well, how do you know that? Because it's the same day every year. All <laughs> right, and, uh, and so there's science and uh, all kinds of stuff. You can go back and find out when the Passover was all the way back to when it was instituted because it's on the same day every year. And if the Lord tarries, you can go all the way to whatever day that is and the, the Passover is on the same day every single year according to the Jewish calendar. And, uh, and so that's, what, that's the main reason why we do it uh, as a church once a year uh, be, because of, of that pattern uh, and, uh, and I, don't want, um, I don't want the Lord's Supper to become another rut that we get into as a church, and I want it to be special, and so we do it uh, on the Tuesday night. There's so much more. All right. So everybody, can we just skip lunch and go to about 4 o'clock? Okay. Uh, and I still wouldn't be done. I'm, I'm, but here's what I want you to get. As we read, we, we read this passage and we see um, the instruction of it being a church body, a local church body, um, I want you to think and pray about, um, is, this, is this where God wants me to be? There are people, a lot of people here that aren't members of Berean Baptist Church yet, and they've been coming. I'm so thankful. Um, and, um, and so you, you might be wondering, how come I haven't tried to sell you on becoming a member? Um, because I, I just don't want to do that. I, I think churches for saved people, um, we assemble, it's edifying, I mean, there's a lot of, in the Bible about all that, uh, but God places you in the local church, you got to come to me and say, this is where God wants me, we prayed about it and considered in, in the word of God that we know this is where God wants us to be, and, I, and I'd be like, amen, I've been praying that that would be the case, um, are you saved, yes, I'm saved, um, tell me about your baptism, uh, you know, I ran through the sprinkler at the Methodist church, I'm like, uh, you gotta, you've gotta, you gotta submit for believers' baptism by immersion. Um, well, I don't want to do that. Well, then, then you can't be a member. Well, I just don't think that's right, and I just don't. And, and I don't know how many times I've had that discussion with people. Um, it, but we we can't change it because God sets the rules. And so, so um, you'd be baptized. Uh, and again, if it's like I'm not a member, I want to come to Lord's Supper on Tuesday but I know this is where God wants me to be. Uh, a Pastor, can you baptize me Tuesday before, uh, before the Lord's Supper and we can join the church? 100% absolutely yes. We just have to know because we don't have the convenience of our own baptistry at the moment. And, um, and, and, and realize that if you don't like what I'm saying from the Bible about the Lord's Supper, um, I'm sorry you feel that way. Um, but I, I can't change it for you. I just can't and won't. Uh, and, uh, and really the way that you should with all of the you know, inconsistencies and you know, people stealing from my grocery store and they never stop them and I think it's terrible. It's theft and they ought to prosecute every single one of them. There's, there's rules and there's laws that we're not following and it frustrates me to no end. And uh, I'm saying you got a church that follows the rule of law. And, uh, and we're going to do everything, treat everybody the exact same way. Uh, and that's just really uh, what we're going to do. And so just say, today it's like, I'm just thankful for a church that will just follow the Bible. And if, you, and if the Lord leads you says, hey, I want to join the church, are you, are you saved? Have you been scripturally baptized? If both of those are true, uh, you, can, you can unite if it's the Lord's will with this church. Um, if it's not, then you, you know, you've got to, and we, we'll talk about, we fix fixed that up, cattle trough, all that, we'll settle it. Um, but I hope that you can come Tuesday, and I hope you understand that's our ideal. If you're not a member and you show up Tuesday night for the Lord's Supper, no one's going to tackle you, tase you, um, you know, drag you out, uh, throw you out in the parking lot. That just is not going to happen. But you know what we believe, uh, and that's probably the most important part of that. So let's all stand, uh, and uh, we are going to um, uh, have a time of invitation.